find that person that has what you want, that proves that it can be done. You know, I want to prove that you can be a mom and a career woman, and you can be the best at both of them. One doesn't have to fall short because of the other one. You dedicated your life. You accumulated the loans and the letters. You're saving lives. Time to save your own. You know you're already successful, but you want more. You want your time back. You want financial freedom and the ability to do what you love from anywhere. This is just for you. Come inside the Flip the Prescription podcast. I'm your host, Dr. Kylie. We start in three, two, one. The four minute mile. The two minutes and 30 seconds Tom Cruise puts on the pilots inside Top Gun Maverick. What do the two of them have in common? Well, they're both stories to prove that, to show that once someone's proven it can be done, more will follow suit. But it has to take that one person to prove it can be done. So I come from a family of athletes. I played volleyball myself. My three younger brothers all ran track and field. One of one of them ran at the Olympics in 20 Olympic trials. I think it was 2021 because they had a, you know, 2020 crap, whatever. And so we're not just like, we don't just go to high school track meets. <laughs> track is a way of life at our house. Um, all three of my brothers ran track in college. Colton was the athlete. He did the hurdles, 400 hurdles. He's the youngest of the two, of the three, of the four of us. Brennan's the middle one. He did the long country 800-er meter and then Ty did the 400 meter and Ty had major problems with his hamstring but his one race that he was able to complete in college at least his senior year um, made him qualify for nationals so it was total grit and mindset there so track and field runs in our blood which is why I want to share with you this track and field story the four-minute mile, meaning running a mile in under four minutes, used to be a huge, it was like climbing Mount Everest in the track and field world. People would try and try and try and attempt and attempt and attempt, and they would come close but always fall short. Until one man in 1954, at age 25, broke it. He ran, Roger Bannister ran the mile in 3 minutes and 59.4 seconds. Fast forward, that was in 1954. So once, it, once somebody proved it could be done, what happened after that? And as far as those who have run it in competition, as of June 2022, the four-minute barrier has now been broken by 1,755 athletes. You can't watch a college track meet without the four-minute mile being broken now. You can't watch a, especially a Olympic. I mean, people in the Olympics, all of them are running underneath four-minute miles if they're competing in the mile. There are people who are even pulling crazy you know, two miler and five miler and 10 kilometer, like insane numbers. But it just took that one person to prove that it could be done. So on May 6th of 1954, Rogers Bannister proved that it could be done. Two months later, 
Australia's John Landy and Bannister ran the distance of one mile in under four minutes, so both of them. The race's end is memorialized in a photo with a statue later on and Landy looking over his left shoulder just as Bannister is passing him on the right. Landy thus lost the race. If you're in track and field, you know that you don't look backwards. You don't even look to your left and right. But probably at that point in time, they didn't have the grandstand uh, TV like they do now. People can watch the TV so they know where people are coming in behind them as they're running in. In 1964, so just 12 years after someone proved at the age of 25, Roger proved that the four-minute mile could be ran, a high schooler by the name of Jim Ryan. He ran it in three minutes and 59 seconds flat as a junior and then set an American record at three minutes and 55.3 seconds as a senior in 1965. So this is just one story of somebody proving that it can be done. That mental awakening happened and now all of a sudden it's a common scenario. There's one more common scenario I was uh, paying attention to when I was watching Top Gun Maverick on my flight home from Orlando a couple weeks ago. It's one of my favorite shows to watch just because it's a good show and two, it's a good two and a half hour, two and a half hours long, so it helps you bypass time on a long flight. And as I'm watching it, you know, you guys all know the story where Tom Cruise puts, Maverick puts the two minute and 30 second time limit on the pilots training to fly this course so that they can complete the mission without getting shot down by enemy fire. And they struggle and they struggle and they struggle and people, you know, during their simulators, they're crashing and they're not making it on time and they're missing their uh, missile. And of course, uh, Maverick, played by Tom Cruise, is, you know, the hotshot. The one that is brave enough to push 10 Gs at the beginning. Now I have a pilot who's a friend, and, and they're like, this, the movie's absolutely ridiculous, the whole 10 G thing. Like, but nevertheless, it proves a point, and it's a great um, theatrical movie. So with the you know the best fighter pilots in the world trying to attempt this avenue, they kept failing. Story goes on, and you know Tom Cruise is like shunned and told to go away, basically, because Iceman's no longer there to support him. And then they come back to training. Tom Cruise is no longer there, and it's the other guy. <laughs> I don't know his name. I can see his picture, I see his face in my head, but whatever his position is, he's like, okay, now you now have four minutes to get there. So even he wasn't believing that it could be done. The only person who believed it could be done was Tom Cruise. Now all the pilots are questioning him, like, well, why four minutes? Because we're going to get shot down. It gives enemy time to come back and get us. And once they realize that we're on the port, the path, and Tom Cruise being Tom Cruise on his character and playing Maverick, he disobeyed all the rules and got on course while they were in their training and began it and said, put the, put the clock at two minutes and 15 seconds. He was going to prove that it could be done. And he did.
you flew the course and it's like one of like those and those climatic um, scenes in the movie where everyone's like really paying attention and watching the clock and seeing if he's going to blow up into the uh, hillside as he's going in and out of these canyons and it was one of my one of these moments that was just another indicator of if someone can prove it can be done why not you why not us once Maverick proved it could be done and he flew it not and not only two minutes and 15 seconds but he hit the bullseye and the target and then he was able to climb up out of the steep curve and pull 10 G's and then get away and still hit the bullseye on the backside so not only did he do it once he did it twice if I'm remembering correctly and everybody's like all the pilots are on the edge of their seat and they're they stand up and they're like throw their books down and they can see that it can be done and once they saw it was possible what happened after that all of them completed it at least what we are shown inside the hollywood movie not only did they go on to complete the course they went on to have a successful mission and all four of them came back all i should say all four airplanes but there were multiple there were more than just four pilots but it was again somebody had to prove that it can be done so i want to look you to look around and i want you to find somebody if, if it's me great that proves that you can have the lifestyle that you want well i can't tell you how many times i've been told the more successful i am the less of a mom i get to be I don't believe it. In fact, I am breaking it. This past few months, I've had a newborn, an infant baby, not necessarily a newborn because she's like two and three months old when I took her on airplanes. But I wasn't going to let that stop me. In fact, I wanted her to come with me, not only as an experience for me and her, to where I get to cuddle her and be a mom and just you know, sit there on the five-hour plane ride home and not have to worry about anything except for holding my baby. But that she got to come experience what mommy does, even though she won't remember it. Those are still moments I'll never forget. But it's also moments of, you know, I get to do what I want to do and still be a mom. It's not or. For me, it is and. I get to be a mom and I get to have the home, the house cleaners and the food delivered to my house. So that way, when I'm not working, when I'm not on, I get to be present with my kids. You get to have and, not or or but. So to prove that it can be done, whatever it is that you're thinking of, I want you to think about what it is that you truly want. You know, we're not often allow we don't allow ourselves this you know i think about my six-year-old and how he's like i want to have a gmc and a ferrari and he's very loud about it and i'm like go for it little buddy there's only been one person that has said you better make a lot of money then and it's like oh you know what we have these dreams as kids we have these desires as kids and they're shot down from us Usually it's by an unknowing adult who has their own limitations because someone else put limitations on them. So now it's their limitations. But anyways, so I want you to think back and I want you to take a moment and think, what do I truly desire? What do you dare 
ask for. How many times as a kid did we want something that we never got? You know, of course, Easton's in school right now, so he's constantly saying, you know, you get what you get and you don't throw a fit. And then in my head, I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be ingrained in my child to where he's going to think that he doesn't get what he wants. He just has to be okay with whatever, whatever he gets. And that's taking away our desire to dream. And here it is. He's six years old and it's already being suppressed. So it's my job to make sure he gets the right environment at home. One of the best things I believe we can do as parents is to go after our own dreams and prove that we can chase our dreams and they can come true. It takes work and it takes risks, but those are all worth it because we're only responsible for chasing our dreams. We're the only ones that can do it. Okay, so think about what do you truly desire? What do you dare ask for? I remember when I first hired my my first mentor and uh, he wanted me to write this, you know, dream day letter. And I wrote that I was going to take the kids off to school and I was going to go to my big, beautiful brick and mortar practice and I'd be home um, before school was over so I could just work during school. Now that same philosophy has has been upgraded. I no longer ever want a brick and mortar practice. I never want to do chiropractic again. In fact, I'm known as the chiropractor who hates adjusting and it's just not my thing. If I were to go back and do everything over again, I would probably go DO. But nevertheless, I'm not going back to school. I'm done with that crap. So my dream has shifted. What I desire has shifted. And the reason why is because I now know that there's more available to me. I was listening to a podcast episode with uh, Elena Cardone, who is a billionaire. And she's like, you know, I could take a five-gallon bucket and I could scoop water out of the ocean. And nobody would even know that I took that amount of water. That's the same thing with money. There's so much abundance around us. There's money all over waiting for us to claim it and claim it as ours. Instead, we're grown up to just to think that it all has to be hard and running a business has to be hard and you have to just work from morning to night and never sleep and mom has to be hard. Like we're told all these things. Why? If whatever, whatever you believe is going to come to pass. So if you believe something's going to be hard, it's going to be hard. So go back. Look at somebody who's done it. Whether it be the Rogers Bannister or the Mavericks of the world. Look for someone who's proven it, that it can be done. When I was trying to figure out this virtual platform, I didn't know of anybody who ran a business like I wanted to run one. Because again, everybody around me kept saying, well, the more successful you become, the less of a mom you're going to be. Wrong. I get to take advantage of conveniences because I can now. I get to be present with my kids more when I'm around because I don't have to worry about cleaning, deep cleaning the house and, and these, these things that we're just so accustomed to. And if my kids want something at the grocery store, fine. Do I get everything that they want? No, 
because, you know, well, maybe we'll get that later. We don't need to buy everything that they say that they want because that's a lot of crap. But anyways, find that person that has what you want, that proves that it can be done. You know, I want to prove that you can be a mom and a career woman, and you can be the best at both of them. One doesn't have to fall short because of the other one. At an event I was to recently, um, the guest speaker was Athena Singer. I had never heard of her before, but I'm also not in that space. So she, entrepreneur, like billion, soon to be a billionaire, in the e-commerce space on Amazon. So once she figured out the Amazon platform and how to get her products and up there, making millions from her platforms, now she was training others how to do the same thing. And, you know, she went from broke mom to soon to be billionaire. Everyone pays for that. And I asked her afterwards, I said, how do you do both? What, what's your secret? And she's like, I don't believe in balance. When I'm with my kids, I am present and with my kids. When I'm at work and doing the work thing, I'm present and at work. I know that because I'm successful at work, I got to make sure that my kids are taken care of in a very safe environment, which is one of my biggest things. I want to make sure my kids are safe and they're loved. And I found the person to do that. So I'm able to do what I need to do on the hours that I have deemed during the week to do them. Now, people will say, well, you didn't even take a break after you had a kid. Like, yeah, but I can have my baby in my lap and be on a Zoom call. And that keeps me motivated. It gives me drive to wake up and do more than just the dishes and change diapers all day long. Not to mention Christmas and birthdays. Like, it doesn't matter to me. I can buy whatever I want. I can get anybody else, whatever they want. I can go on vacations. That's one of the other things, as I said, I want to be a mom. I want to prove I can be successful and I want a vacation whenever I want to wherever I want. So the other day, my son was like, Hey mom, when can we go to France? He's talking about Paris. I don't know where he heard about Paris, but I was like, well, we need to wait till you're a little bit older because that's a really long flight and take little kids there isn't quite my thing. So he's like, well, what if we go in six years? Cause then I'll be, I'll be 12. You know what? That sounds like a good idea, buddy. Cause mom will be 40 and we can celebrate mom's 40th birthday in six years in France. So stay tuned. Uh, what, what would that be? 2029. Yeah. I guess I'm going to France. <laughs> that's the way it works for me. It's just like I talk about it, so it's going to come to pass. I might not know when or how, but it's going to happen. So find somebody that can prove it can be done. And then really look back and dig deep and dare to ask yourself, like, what do I want? What do I truly desire? And if you're sitting in a job that you don't like, if you're sitting in a brick and mortar practice that is burning you out and running you dry, have the courage to leave it. Have the courage to say yes to yourself, yes to your dreams, yes to your desires, yes to creating the life you want on your terms.
Maybe you're sitting there only knowing one-to-one because that's all we're trained on. Everybody's like, high ticket, one-to-one. No, I said no to that too. I would much rather work with somebody on a lesser time demand of me, still get them great results, but let them kind of do it on their own. People are smart out there. They know how to do it. They're doing it already. I mean, you practitioner, you probably entered this world because you had to figure out your own health already on your own. Your patients are no different. Sometimes they need hand-holding. Sometimes they don't want hand-holding and they just want something easier handed to their door. So what is it that you want? And then be brave enough to take the actions towards getting it. It's not good enough to just plaster a picture on a mindset board or a dream board or a vision board or whatever the heck you want to call it. Do I have those? Yeah. Have we had to change everything on that board because we already got what we want? Yeah. But I took the action necessary to get those results. I used to be terrible at sales. I couldn't talk about money. I couldn't ask for money. I couldn't accept money. I couldn't receive it. Like I was awful. And I knew that. So I went and trained and hired and looked and practiced and practiced and hired. And until now I'm on, I would consider myself a pretty dang good salesman. Why? Because I know that what I can do helps people. And because I have that ability, I now have a responsibility to make myself be seen and ask them if they want my help. And if not, that's fine. But I have to have the courage to ask. It's my responsibility because I can help them change their life. In exchange for my services and my energy, I just get their energy in the form of money coming back to me. So find someone to prove, to prove that whatever your desires are can be done. Go do the things. Make this year the year that you said, you know what? I did it. In fact, take a minute with me right now as we end up this episode and just, just close your eyes. Take a few deep breaths. At the end of 2024, when you look back, what is it that you want to have accomplished? Now tell yourself as if it's December 31st, 2024, I did it. And sit here and feel on that feeling. What does it feel like to have accomplished what you set out to do? What are you going to do? Who are you going to tell first? You know, one of my tricks to getting those results, the results that I want and going live, not knowing what the results are, but I'm expecting these results because I just expect it. And that's the way I'm going to roll with my life and my risks, even though some go south pretty quickly, but others have gone north awfully fast too, is I I sit down and say, it's like, okay, I'm going to, you know, I'm going to have my million dollar month. I'm going to have my million dollar launch. Who is it that I want to tell first? 
all right, in my head, I'm just going to, you know, I'm going to be at a stoplight and I'm going to pretend I'm texting. I've got the message text written up in my text. I've got who it's going to. And now one day I'm going to be able to click send. One day I'm going to go host a, a in-person event and we're going to celebrate everybody's wins. Who am I going to tell first? So what is it that you want to accomplish this year? Think about it. Name it. Define it. Get down to the details of it. When you accomplish it, what are you going to do? How does it make you feel? Where are you at? Maybe you get on your dream flight to Hawaii. Or maybe you're going to go to France before I am. Maybe it's that moment where you get to book that ticket and you don't give a crap what the price tag of that plane ticket costs. In fact, you're going to fly first class because you can. Get into that feeling because that's what gives you the motivation. That's what allows you to do the scary things that will help you reach those results. reiterate that over and over and over throughout the next year. Like, I'm going to be able to do this. And here's me purchasing the ticket and go out and like get on delta.com and, you know, go to purchase the ticket. Just don't click purchase yet. But because one day you are. Get that text message ready to go. You're ready to click send. One day you're going to be able to send it. Now go do the things. The end of 2024, you're going to say, I did it. I'm so excited we've started this journey together. In fact, during the month of January, we're doing a special launch giveaway, basically. Every week in January, there are going to be five individuals who win a $100 Amazon gift card. Then at the end of the month in January, There'll be one individual who wins the grand prize and a $500 Amazon gift card. How do you get inside this drawing? Well, here's the thing. We want this podcast to not only reach your ears, but many of our colleagues' ears as well. Because let's face it, we have an epidemic crisis going on in our field. We need to change it. So here's how you enter the drawing. All you have to do is go onto your favorite podcast listening platform, leave a review of this podcast, Take a screenshot of that review and send it over to my team's email. The email is drkyliteam at gmail.com. That's drkyliteam at gmail.com. And then subscribe to the podcast as well. And that's it. I would be honored if you would leave the review, subscribe to the podcast, and a special bonus, share it on your social media platforms. Let's get this information and these possibilities of creating a business that we love, a lifestyle that we love, and helping more people while we're at it. Let's think bigger. Let's do bigger together. All you have to do is leave a review, subscribe, and send us the screenshot of that review to the email. We need your email in order for you to receive your gift card. So check your email. You might be the next winner.